Zane Organics is an intentionally intimate self-care brand specializing in creating energy tools for your overall well-being. The goal is to get you out of your mind and in your body ritualistically, okay? From herbal salt baths, sacred smoke blends, and synergy shea butters, Zane Organics has what you need to help you take care of your energy. Shop by going to www.zaneaf.com and visit their Instagram at X-A-N-E-O-R-G-A-N-I-X. Tell them Raven Radio sent you and use the code XONEW for 10% off your next purchase. You already know the vibes. Welcome back to an all-new episode of Raven Radio. We're motivating and spearheading spiritual growth for the integration of the mind, body, and soul. Goes down in the most healing and stimulating conversational way. Today's episode is one that I hope inspires and empowers you in the same token to do it scared, okay? When we speak of doing it scared, in all honesty, what I've come to discover over these past few weeks of my own journey of what it is to go through a more softer death and rebirth process, I was able to happen upon some new perspectives, right? So... As you all know, we got like six planets retrograde. That means the cosmos, about 75, 85% of the cosmos is doing a different dance. And I always see retrogrades as periods of revision, review, slowing down, crossing T's, dotting I's. I always feel that it is the cosmos way of supporting us through change. Like that's something that's inevitable. That's something that's going to continue to be a constant change. And if you aren't changing the nine times out of 10, you're resisting the change. You're resisting the present moment. You are outside of what's real and what's true for you right here and right now. And you're nine times out of 10 experiencing that energy, not in motion, healthily we have a byproduct of what anxiety depression all of these different ailments in the body all of these different diseases and levels of discord within our being that are showing us are revealing to us hey you neglecting this hey you ain't you ain't paying attention to what you're supposed to be paying attention to hey this is piling up hey this is getting bigger hey that's growing 
it's you can we cannot deny the fact that when something is out of order, out of alignment, and off with ourselves, within our immediate environment, and within our reality, that we can't see it. You can. You can avoid it, but that doesn't mean that it's going to go away. And the more that you avoid it, the more you are responding to yourself, to life, and creating more circumstances for you to avoid. So I found myself throughout these past few weeks really intentionally claiming my power again. And I didn't do it in the normal way that I do it. Um, I usually approach it kind of like circumstantially. I think I would really create a little turmoil outside of myself unconsciously that would help me get over things. And, you know, I'm in the process now where I realize I don't need struggle and strife to get me to where I'm trying to go. I used to be addicted to that feeling. I used to be addicted to that thought process. I used to be addicted to that behavior and I'm not anymore. And that is all due to doing the work. You know, the work that most people avoid is sitting with themselves, sitting with the truth of the situations that you have created, with the circumstances that you're now living in and knowing that, okay, yeah, I did it. Where do we go from now? I think what when I was in that space, one of the main things that I was avoiding was accepting responsibility for my own action or inaction. Everything is a response to that, what I choose to do and what I choose not to do. And so when it came to the process of doing it scared, oftentimes I would be so frantic, so caught up in how I would be perceived, so devoted to an unconscious story of failure that I needed a lot more ammunition to get things done that were for my betterment than I do now, right? And it was all due to my mindset. My mindset was, again, I was still running on the same program of trauma. And it does. It gets to the point where you've done so much of your healing work that your traumatic mindset, your lack mindset is exasperated by what is what it is that you are continuing to believe in. And so here I am doing the work, doing the practices, taking care, learning the things, but not being in a conscious space, conscious space of awareness to know that it's what I believe that I'm up against. It's what I believe that I'm up against. You're, you're rarely up against your thoughts. You really aren't because we think thousands of thoughts 24-7, 365. We're, we're never not thinking, right? You can come up against your thoughts. You can think a new thing. You can convince yourself to do something that you know will be best for you. And in the same token, convince yourself why you shouldn't do it and go more for what you shouldn't do opposed to what you know you need to do all within a, a 20 second span. It's not really your thoughts that are holding your back. It's your belief. And so I started doing some belief system work and the belief system work, honey, I didn't know it was going to be as powerful as it is. And I did not know the power of subconscious reprogramming and um, self-conceptualizing until I realized that what I was really up against is an old story of myself, right? 
a very old and outdated story. I wasn't even aware that it was old and outdated because I wasn't in a place to actually produce new action. And it wasn't until I sat back and I was wondering, not even wondering, I sat back and I was in a conscious state of reflection on, okay, so I've, this is where I am so far. These are the moves that I have made. This is what's going on. Why am I still hung up? Why am I still struggling to keep my word to myself? Why am I still telling myself things that I know aren't true, but I simply don't know what else to say? That's what I was up against. I was up against, yeah, I know I'm this, and yeah, I say that I'm that. Okay, um, but what's next? It wasn't really enough ammunition. It wasn't speaking enough life into the version of who I know myself to truly be. And so in all honesty, for example, I love to sit on the fact that I'm shy. I got so used to saying I'm shy. I don't even know when I started saying it, but I started claiming it. And it will be BS. Like, I'm not afraid to have conversations with people. I can spark up a conversation with a stranger if it's about something that I want to talk about. I'm naturally introvert, but I can be extrovert for the sake of, you know what I mean, making a good connection or being the sunshine in someone else's day because I know I have the energetic capacity as well as the bandwidth as well as the the reserve of love to do so but I would I started to tell myself that I'm shy oh I'm shy y'all know I'm shy oh I'm shy I'm shy where did this come from where did this story come from who what part of me is really shy and it's crazy because I found myself in conversations with my family my sister in particular and she always told me she was like you are a fireball and then the instant happened with my dad um something simple at the table he end up saying oh we know you're gonna speak your mind so it's just like huh people that know me best or have known me the longest and are in relationship with who I am now like my sister and my father they end up telling me stuff about myself that I didn't think was like their story of me and it had it was the farthest thing from being shy so I'm sitting back and I'm doing the work and I'm in the spaces to, you know, revise the things. And I'm like, I don't know where I pick it up. And when I sit with my inner child, ain't nothing about her shy. So it's just kind of like, this is something that I've been telling myself for so long that I started to believe. And now that it doesn't align with who I am confident enough, the version of myself that I am comfortable and confident enough to be is kind of odd it's kind of weird I'm noticing that huh what you say matters but what you believe matters most so the story that you have about yourself is one of the most important stories if not the most important story that can ever be told and I'm here to tell you today you can stop right now where you are with the story that you've been telling and begin a new one you can do it all you can start from the Start that bitch from the 10 up. You can start it from the top. You can create a whole new story. You can create a whole new version of yourself. Now, again, we know on Rebel Radio, the process of life, death, and rebirth, and shedding and deeply purging is nothing new. But to some folks, it is. And in a, in a, in a way, it can be done in a not so, I guess you could say, deeply uh deeply grotesque type of way i don't i don't really know if the word fits we're gonna go with it but you can go through the same process i guess on the side of pleasure 
Okay, so oftentimes we, when we are in a space of trauma and we have more traumatic responses, it's easier for us to go through, or it's more kindred and it makes more sense to us to go through the life, death, and rebirth process from a angle of pain. Because that's at the time, that's all we are vibrationally akin to. That's the only energetic resonance we have with is with pain so when you begin to heal and you go through your journey and you release and you forgive and you accept and you go go through it all over again as often as you need to you become more kindred to the vibration of pleasure that spectrum exists too and you begin to lean more into that spectrum of pleasure the more that you have dissolved the pain body the more that you have been become conscious of who you are um what you feel and where you are headed based off of this newfound truth of self-discovery and knowledge of self, you become, okay, like now I understand and understand why feeling good, why my feelings matter, why what I emote matters, by what I believe matters, but what I say yes to matters. You become more aware of this. And again, protecting your peace as much as possible. See, that's the thing about it. Once you step out of the addiction to pain, you become addicted to peace and pleasure. And people that don't know peace and pleasure how you do, that haven't fought for it, that haven't done the work for it, that haven't claimed that energy as theirs, that hasn't claimed that state of well-being, can, often, can easily and are often offended at the audacity that you have to protect your peace. It's because they don't understand it. You, If you don't know peace, you don't know peace. If you don't have it, it's not something that you are aware that you need because you've learned to live in chaos. You've learned to thrive in discomfort. And some people are more comfortable in discomfort that, again, you protecting your peace look like you, oh, you better than me. Oh, 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 she, oh, she thinks she know it all. Or he think he this. Oh, you know he different now. That type of bullshit, right? Like, we all know. We've all been there and we know the role that we take when it comes to integrating the soul and living your life as a multifaceted, multidimensional being is going to come with some backlash from the folks that just don't understand it and didn't come here for that. Everybody didn't come for that and everybody can't come where you're going. A lot of us are going to have to accept whether it's family, friends or foe, parents, aunties, uncles, lovers karmics whatever not everybody came and signed up for that work now but not everybody came here to do that that's why it's so personal and that's why it's inevitable that you do what you got to do for you and it's not selfish the only person that's going to tell you that personal development loving yourself getting to know yourself and going through the process of knowledge yourself is an issue is somebody that ain't come here to do it. They didn't come here to do it. And the old me would definitely have more energy of like, yeah, you were op. Like, they still are op, but I understand why you are op, so I'm able to move with a little bit more compassion because, again, ain't nothing or nobody finna trick me out my peace, out my prosperity, and out my pleasure moving forward. Nobody and no thing. It's not happening because I know my power and I know the strength of what it means to be clear on who I say I am, what it is that I say that I deserve and desire, and knowing that it's coming to me right here, right now. It's different. 
And it's okay because when it comes to being different in this way, you owe it to yourself to have a new energetic clearance to who can and cannot enter your life. You owe it to yourself. Everybody ain't getting access to me. Everybody don't deserve access to me. And quite frankly, everybody can't handle having access to me. I am one of those people in your life that is going to serve as a beacon of inspiration always, as well as a safe space. But you got to know this is a no-fly zone for any any level of lack of accountability, any level of of just, you know, on that highly egoic flexing ass shit, like that's not coming nowhere over here. This this ain't that. <laughs> this is not that. And so here we are. Here I am in this space, able to give you all a little bit of insight that I've gathered on what it means to do a scare. Because in all honesty, right here in this moment, as you can see, I'm recording a visual podcast in a setting and stage that I never had before. And shout out to all my streamers who rather hear me than to see me. But you now got that option, boo-boo. And this was an idea that I've sat on for the longest. But when I look at different podcasters who saying what needs to be said and doing what needs to get it done... They're putting themselves in front of a camera. They're being seen. They are allowing themselves to um, attract a whole nother audience. Those of us who prefer to watch the person that is speaking life into them, opposed to those that would prefer to just listen and retain information that way. We got visual, we got audible learners. And I'm just grateful that I'm a little easy on the eyes, okay? Right. So... Right now, I guess you could say I'm technically doing it scared. And as I was moving throughout the day, I got a slow beginning to today. But as I was moving throughout the day, I started to realize, like, for one, I don't even believe I'm shy no more. And that's amazing. And for two, when you technically are doing it scared, you're just unconscious of, what that fear is really revealing to you right because if you consciously become aware of the fact that you're doing something scared you're actually in the act of surrendering to the unknown you're you're actually just in the act of what it means to surrender to new territory and be a beginner now when you need more of that ammunition because you are trying to make yourself feel better about yourself as you are easing your way out of that vibrational resonance and connection to pain, you're going to do it scared. And that feeling that you're feeling inside is legit fear because fear is something that you know very well during the healing process, especially being one that has experienced trauma and pain. You know fear. You know the vibrational resonancy of what it means to be in fear, right? But when you do the work and you're on the other side of it, you, you become aware of what fear is, but you don't necessarily do it scared. You nine times out of ten are going to be in the same space of I, that I'm in, which is surrendering to being a beginner. When you surrender to being a beginner, just saying that, you see how expansive it is? You see how freeing it is? You see how... It creates grace and space for you to not know it all and not have to have it all together by any means necessary. I'm a beginner. This is my first time doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, my ring like this. I mean, you know, whatever. But it's just like, 
when you give yourself permission to create without inhibition, it it it's a whole new world that opens up, a whole new relationship with your process of co-creating that now is ever present for you. And I don't think I'm going to create the, the same again. I feel like my approach to things as being a beginner is something that is going to help me moving forward for the rest of my life because it's, it's about to be a lot of things that I'm going to be doing for the very first time that do not make any sense for me to hold myself to a level of perfection, knowing it all, having it all together, none of that. And in all honesty, now that I think about it out loud, the process of surrendering to being a beginner is goes hand in hand with having blind faith to to really know what it means to have faith. And I know oftentimes we hear a lot of people saying that, you know, hope and faith, they're just these words. They they don't really do anything for you, but I can attest to the fact that they go a long way. At least I know faith has, but having true faith, like you can say it and you can think it, but if you don't believe, if you do not believe that that faith that you think you have really isn't going to be backed up by your energetic signature. It's not going to really be something you can stand on. It's not going to be something that you can feel in a guttural sense like, yeah, I got faith. Like, yeah, I know it's going to come through. Yeah, I'm expecting a miracle. Yeah, I know I got that. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it creates a rampaging effect of just upward spiraling energy and emotion. And if you don't have true faith, then um, you you don't really have that to fall into, to lean back on. You don't have the affirmative energy to help you get from one place to another. So I feel like surrendering to being a beginner automatically activates what it means to have blind faith and trust right and so if I was to give a little help if I was to help you motivate if I if I could help motivate you to be a beginner to surrender to do look do it scared do it broke do it without all the answers but know that even though even if that's your approach you're honestly actively surrendering to being a beginner you're giving yourself grace you're giving yourself again the opportunity to create without any inhibition, without putting all these limitations and things on why it must go this way and how it has to look and da, da, da. just just do it. I can guarantee you, you got everything that you need. I've had everything that I need. Yeah, I want another camera, but baby, I pay enough for this iPhone, right? We in cinematic panoramic view right now, period. I already had this ring light, I already had this mic, okay? You got everything you need. You have everything you need. But most of all, if you are in a space of feeling as if you don't have it all, it's because you believe that you don't. And that having it all that you think can be bought off a shelf really ain't going to ever appear. Having it all is having faith within yourself. It's actually working on your internal dialogue, working on your belief system, working on what it, working on that story, rewriting that story that you are constantly telling yourself about yourself. Who are you identifying as? I stopped identifying as identifying as the woman that was always fucking confused. Okay? Because I'm not. I'm actually too intuitive, crazily psychic for my own good. I be knowing things that that's been to happen way before they happen, and I'm feeling it in my body, and I'm you feel what I'm saying? But I used to choose to be confused about it because the story I was telling myself about myself wasn't of a one that was in her power. 
wasn't a story of a woman that claimed her divinity, wasn't a story of a woman that moved with a level of knowingness. It wasn't. I was still telling myself a story and identifying as a very regular ass person. Okay. I'm going to just leave it at that. I was, you know, and that's just what it was. I was, I was subjecting myself to an unconscious story of just being one dimensional, having to work hard and do the things and yada, 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 yada. That's the story I was, I've been unconsciously telling myself as I've been doing the work, having super phenomenal multi-dimensional experiences i'm talking about miraculous phenomena happening on a day-to-day basis and yet i would choose to be confused when it came to what it is that i deserve and what it is that i can co-create in the things right like yeah we all fall subject to it But it comes a time where you have to put up or shut up. You're going to have to shelve that old story. You're going to have to put a period, stop writing extra chapters from that same perspective, from that same victim mentality. And you're going to have to become, you're going to have to become the victor eventually. Especially if you know if you know you came here to do that. I was listening to a video last night. You know one thing that he said? The chosen choose themselves. The chosen choose themselves. It's really and always going to be up to you to choose yourself. You don't need the external validation. You don't need someone else to understand you. You don't. If you're still claiming to be misunderstood, it's truly because you are misunderstanding you. And I'm I'm here to tell you right now, don't exhaust your energy any longer on trying to create another version of yourself that you know is smaller. codependent and reliant on any type of external manly device, person, place, or thing to make you feel whole. Don't do it. Because it gets to a point that you, you have done and been everything else but your true self. And it would literally take time you would have to exhaust your energy in creating a version of you that still ain't the big badass multi-dimensional infinite multi-faceted eternal being that you know existed way before you said okay let me hop in the body and, and, and go and go see what earth's talking about don't take the time to understand yourself Take the time to gather some understanding. Surrender. Surrender to being a beginner. Surrender to, 
okay, day one, moment one, page one of this new book, where you are in therapy, where you are trying new things, where you are eating new foods, where you are keeping promises to yourself. Be a fucking beginner. You are afraid of failing. In all honesty, you fail every day that you don't try. What's the difference between you doing it scared and you not doing it at all? Worst thing that can happen is you get the same day that you got yesterday and today because you were choosing to stay the same person. In all honesty, you are already living out your worst nightmare. You are already living out the failure. You don't, you don't try. You don't even give it a gusto. You don't take it a moment at a time. You don't give it a moment at all. When all it takes is one moment, one day, one week, one month, Next thing you know, you got you got a you got a whole new habit. You got a whole new state of well-being underway. You're already living the failure that you are afraid of by not even trying. So, I hope this episode has given you perspective. To start a new conversation and to take some action steps about what it really means to do it scared. It's that internal dialogue. It's that story you're telling yourself about yourself that needs some revision. Sit down. Get clear on who it is that you are showing up as and who it is that you say you are. That's the one. You need to be able to get so vulnerable, so cutthroat. And so honest with yourself about the story you've been telling yourself and the actions of your day-to-day life that support this version of you. Step two, now that you are aware of what you have done to get here and you holding yourself to a place of accountability, what's these areas? What are these points? What what area do you are you willing to begin again at? What area are you willing to surrender to? Is it your health? Is it your finances? Is it your personal development? Is it your spirituality? What what area of you are you willing to be a beginner at? To give yourself grace to begin again and not need all the answers. But just be willing. Once you go through that process of elimination and you get there and you're ready to do that work, do that work. Show up as him. Show up as her. Day in and day out. Repeat that new story about yourself to yourself. Create your own mission statement. A mission statement, what? Four sentences, a paragraph? What's your mission statement? What mission are you on right now? Who, who, who is he, who is she? And what's she standing on? Oftentimes, that's what you need to anchor you in a new reality that helps support new actions. Turn up on yourself. It's always you versus you. Like right now, it was me versus me. I've conquered a whole new thing. Big dog, like, it's, it's nothing. But you, I, I couldn't do this without have doing that past work, without being willing to write a new story. Surrender to being a beginner. 
activate blind faith. Like, let's get it. Like, okay, show me how good it can get. That's that's the type of conversation I'm having with the God in me. That's the type of conversation that I'm having with with Source. Show me how good it can get. If I show up and I do with that little voice inside of my head and inside of my heart has been telling me to do that I've been too afraid to do. If I do it, show me how good it can get. Let me know. Let me know what's good. You feel me? I know you do. That's usually how this statement goes. So I'm going to end this episode with a little excerpt from one of my favorite books. Um, this book has been life-changing. I got it during my yoga instructor uh, training. And I pick it up whenever it needs to be picked up. And most times it takes me a while to put it down because I really do work with it. But it's the Yamas and Niyamas. Exploring yoga, explore, exploring yoga's ethical practice, right? And so, I know a little bit about surrender now that I have read the excerpts of Ishvara Pranidhana. Let's say it again. Oh, Ishvara Pranidhana. One more time, Ishvana Pranidhana, and that is Sanskrit for surrender. Jump into your life with your whole heart, trusting that you will fly to God. Baby, ain't that something? Jump into your life with your whole heart, trusting that you will fly to God. Okay. All right. So let me let me drop a little jewels. Drop a few jewels to help you care to help carry you on your way. And hopefully the next time we talk, you'll be confident enough to surrender to being a beginner and activating some activating that blind faith. So Ishvara Pradhyana, Pranidana, the jewel of surrender, presupposes that there is a divine force at work in our lives. Ultimately, this guideline invites us to surrender our egos, open our hearts, and accept the higher purpose of our being. Chef, I do say so myself. As we learn to stop fighting life, we can begin to act skillfully. Surrender asks us to be strong enough to engage each moment with integrity while being soft enough to flow with the current of life. That is some true surrender right there, okay? Ishvara Pranidhana is the surrender of the ego to a higher purpose. As the ego stops fighting to be number one, life begins to nourish and feed us in amazing ways. Between now and the next time that we meet again, I want you to work through this frame of exploration that the act of surrender calls of us. And follow this statement by Swami Chetnanananda. I had to laugh, y'all, because y'all know I probably butchered that word, butchered that person's last name. Okay, here we go. For real. Quit playing. All right. Use the statement to flame your expiration with the practice of surrender, okay?
ultimately there is there is nothing I can tell you about surrender except having nothing and wanting nothing. Not keeping score, not trying to be richer, not being afraid of losing, not being particularly interested in our own personalities, choosing to be happy no matter what happens to us. These are some of the clues. The rest we learn with practice and grace. I say. All right. So this week, watch your attitude and responses to the moment. Are you fearful, trusting, fighting, judging, or annoyed? Notice if there is a pattern in your attitude, okay? Because sometimes it ain't about what you're thinking, it's how you're thinking about it. And if you are a pessimistic patty, become an optimistic Octavia in the meantime. That's all I got for you over here on Raven Radio. I hope you enjoyed this Free Yourself Friday episode. Um, Stay tapped in for a word from our sponsors and be sure to share this episode with a friend. Like this video, like this episode, any and everywhere that you can stream podcasts. And until then, live in peace.